Are you ready for this? It's more comedic first. Are you ready for this? I'm more comedic first. I'm more comedic first, yeah. I'll go first. Okay. All right. Ready for this, yeah? There we go. You ready for this? I can't Straight face, straight face. Now we return you to the test card and some music. Welcome to the Pilot Take 43, a weekly podcast reviewing the pilot episodes of television shows, past and present. He is Jed Shepard. And that guy's the jelly man, the jelly man's in the building. Wobblemeister. That's right. Alright, Sir Wobble. Okay. Actually, I got knighted on Twitter. Did I tell you about that? You did. Last I did. Yeah, okay. yeah, last time. Yeah. Um, that was weird. I think I think they now text me on a semi-regular basis. You have they... to. You're part of the round table now. Well, so no, I get, yeah. I get texts every now and then saying, uh, 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 Sir Rob of the Jelly, um, <laughs> can I please request a song this morning? And, uh, of course, when you get asked by royalty to play a song on radio, yeah. it's, it actually rules. There are rules <laughs> to it. You can't actually refuse. Unless it's ABBA, in which case I do. No. Uh, ABBA's rubbish. Don't, let's not get... No, let's not get down there. No, 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 no. Let's not start this now. Let's not start this now. Okay, okay. Uh, how are you? I'm very good, thank you. Yes. Um, I've just stuffed my face with more chocolate because um, it was available and you brought it for me. Oh, I yeah. couldn't say no. If someone stuffs a Yorkie in your face, you have to eat it. Um, that's also another rule of, of um, you know, just life. If someone shoves a Yorkie in your face, you eat it. And that includes the dog as well as the chocolate bar. Even though Yorkies are about half the size they were about five years ago. Well, yeah, we were saying this, weren't we, about yeah. that, a lot of variety of foods that have got smaller. The reason I think it also it seems extra small is that there's now five chunks. And I'm almost certain that it used to be six because it used to have the letters Y-O-R-K-I-E yeah. stamped in the top of the six pieces. Like the way Toblerone has the T-O-B-L-E-R-O-N-E stamped in the side. Which is now half the size as well because... Yeah, it's just it, now called a Tobler. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's just like tiny now and there's massive gaps between each one. Yeah. Ridiculous. Yeah, I, I like the fact that it was a dangerous food to eat. Yeah. Like if you bought, bit into it in the wrong angle, oh. you could get it jammed in the roof of your mouth yeah. and in your gum yeah. at the same time. It's like eating a pack of razor blades. Yeah. Yeah, you know, th- th- there's always the excitement of like being oh yeah, could hurt, but also tastes nice. Yeah, brilliant, lovely. I like that kind of thing. <laughs> Kids do not I, eat razor blades. I like it. I like the risk it for a biscuit attitude yeah. to the Toblerone, but not now. Not yeah. now. It's, it's it's too. It's just too safe. Yeah, it's just it's just yeah. It's not dangerous. When I eat something, I want the f- a fear of dying. Basically, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Would you eat? You know that? Are you into sushi at all? Yeah, love a bit of sushi. sushi. Would you ever eat that that kind of uh, sushi that um, could possibly kill you because it's made with like a puffer fish or something that has poison in it? But apparently, it's like really yeah, tasty. Why not? Go give it, give it a shot. I also yeah. always eat sushi the proper way. It should be eaten, with chopsticks. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Because I don't think anything adds an element of danger to eating yeah. more than sticking wood in your mouth. <laughs> yeah. You know the potential to get splinter in your tongue. <laughs> yeah. Just the thought of that alone is making me go. Oh, oh god. 
So I like it. I like I like adding the element of risk to my uh, to my consuming of food. What, what's the the most dangerous food you've eaten? Have you eaten anything that's like extra spicy or extra? Oh, yeah, I uh, I've had a vindaloo before as part of a dare. I also ate a handful of chili seeds once. That was a stupid idea. Oh, I did it all the time. People dare me yeah. to eat chili. Oh, there was a thing called Dave's Insanity Sauce. Okay, which an old friend of mine uh, told me about, and and it li- honestly says on there yeah. one drop per meal, yeah, yeah, and that's yeah. for like four people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've seen that uh, on yeah. on the label. It said, um, you know, use very sparingly. Um, will clean driveways and clear drains. <laughs> right? And I was like, yeah. that's pretty cool. You know, yeah. like there's a bit of a gimmick on it. So three or four drops on one slice of pizza. <laughs> you have it. Needless to say, I was laying down for about 25 minutes in agony. So uh, I think it might have just been either lava yeah. or actually arsenic. Well... The first part of that's right. The, um, <laughs> the uh, <laughs> so my friend, he's in a, a particular pop, popular rock band, and he's into his hot sauce. Um, hot uh, sauce, get your hot sauce. He's obsessed. So, so they tour around the world, and yeah. he goes out and he gets hot sauce. So he was, he, he was touring around America, and he went to this one place, and it's like I don't know where, somewhere really uh, sketchy, and it says. It's, it's, it's like a place that had like hot, like mega 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 hot sauces, famous for it. So, and he's like one of those people that are like oh, he can take anything. So he had to sign a waiver before wow. he, they were allowed. That, to- that's the element of danger I yeah. want of my food. If it doesn't come with a health and safety <laughs> form to fill in, yeah. I'm not interested. So he signed the waiver, and he um, had the I think it was on, on chicken wings, the sauce, and obviously it was it was like it hurt. It literally hurt. Yeah. And then he was on his tour bus, and there's one rule with, with tour buses, I don't know if you know it is, never number twos. No number twos on no the tour number bus. No number twos. Number ones is fine. If you want to get a number two, you need to drop a, go to have a McDump somewhere, yeah. or, uh, <laughs> you know, go somewhere else, basically. So there was no, there was, um, basically, it was, it was, I think the next day was his day off, and his stomach was rumbling. He couldn't do it on the, on the tour bus. There's nowhere around. So he had to get his credit card and book himself into the, into a hotel for a night just so he could like let loose in the toilet because it wasn't just going to be a one number two it was going to be multiple number twos. <laughs> so he's sorry if you're eating your dinner or your breakfast while eating this week's <laughs> podcast. Yeah, um, and yeah, and then the band is still together and they're still creating pop hits, rock and roll. Yeah. In fact, today I think some- what happens on the road. Goes on the pilot podcast. That's true. Yeah, <laughs> or down the toilet. Yeah, or, or down the toilet. Indeed. Um, uh, cool. It's been a good week this week. It's been busy. Yeah. Um, lots of things happening. Uh, mm-hmm. Still, things all ticking along nicely. As always. Yeah. Yeah. Just, Excellent. Just running, stuff. running things. Excellent stuff. Um, so let's crack on. Let's get straight onto the format because we have got two very odd shows this week. <laughs> I think one more well, than the other. You wouldn't think they were odd because they were like prime time shows. But yeah. Yeah, you're right. When They're- you watch them to, uh, you know, critically analyse them, they are odd. Yeah. That's one word for them. Uh, we'll start <laughs> with my choice this week and That's- it is the uh, wonderful Mork and Mindy. Nano, nano. Jed, call and jelly. Come in, jelly. Jed, call and jelly. Come in, jelly. You call me jelly, but behind my back, you call me fuzzy butt. <laughs> Shazbutt. <laughs> Long toes. <laughs> and smelly guts. I mean, 
I, I, I actually, I mean, even without watching this pun episode, I bloody love Morky Mindy. I just really do. It's, it's real nostalgic for me. I said at the end of last week's episode, um, but I have never seen this before until now. Well, any episode ever? Ever. Wow. Um, okay. It was just one of those shows that I knew of, but it passed me by. And uh, for a long time, I'd always kind of thought, I need to sit down and watch Morecambe Indy because I'm a huge fan of Robin Williams. You got I think me. he's incredible, uh, not just as a stand-up comic, yeah. as a writer, as, as an actor in the movies he's done before. Can I just suggest something? Um, two, literally two days ago, I think it was because we were doing this, on Spotify they have a live comedy album, a stand-up with Robin Williams, and it is absolutely genius. Uh, uh, you, absolutely you will genius. often find me sat watching YouTube clips of people yeah. like Robin Williams. He's, he's just amazing, just yeah. rattling off the best, best... Uh, you know jokes and and, and one-liners he's incredible and so i'm i'm really pleased we've gone away to watch this yep. however i will read <laughs> you the first thing that i wrote down whilst watching this yeah what am i watching <laughs> had someone spiked my cocktail sausages oh, we have had a shandy um it it is absolutely bonkers it really is. And the thing is, it doesn't, like, let you in gently. It throws you right in. You don't see him arrive in a spaceship or anything, because he's... So, so um, he's playing an alien, so... Um, yeah, an alien I, I'm not even Mork. entirely sure how you explain yeah. what Morkamindi is. It starts off, he's at her door, he's helped her carry her shopping up or something to, to her flat, and, like, you're expected to kind of, like, just know what's going on. And he's wearing a backwards suit for a start, and he... And she thinks he's a priest because it's... Oh, uh, yeah. No, no, hang on a minute. You, you jumped well ahead something here. Oh, okay. This is before... This is after the bit where he's standing in this weird room with a glowing egg. And then the <laughs> shadow comes in and talks to him, like some sort of um, Emperor Zurg from Toy Story style sort of yeah, silhouette yeah. things. And they're having this... No, 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 no. And they're like, <laughs> making up words and doing sort of weird things with their ears and such. Love it, love it. Um, having this conversation. Then he floats down in this egg... In, onto Earth because he's sent down to Earth to observe them and study them. Um, he he finds himself in this bush, and then, <laughs> as we do sometimes. And, and then because uh, he's got and he's called Mork. Robin Williams plays Mork. Mork um, for Mork. And he is essentially finds himself a um, few feet away from Mindy, who has just been essentially kicked out of her own car by a sort of guy she's dating yeah. who's just trying it on. She said no, and he's driven off in her car. Don't really understand why that's happened. I would have kicked him out if it's my car, yeah. type thing. Either way, he's gone. He's gone with her car. She's left in this wood on her own. <laughs> Sounds so dodgy. With Robin Williams, okay. who's an alien from another planet, yeah. wearing a suit back to front, but she doesn't realise that because she can really see the front. She thinks he's a father, a priest, a priest reverend yep. of some sort. Um and obviously, he's not. Do you know what the strangest thing about about this? There's a lot of strange things. <laughs> the very strangest thing. The very is, strangest. Go on. She's meant to be 21. What in this show? <laughs> in this show, she's meant to be. She says yeah, that a bit later on. Yeah, she is. A bit yeah. later on, um, her dad goes, as she goes to her dad, Oh, I am 21. I'm like, what? I thought she was about 40 in this. No, but maybe no, based no, on no, what no, she's no, wearing. Not, not, no, not, yeah, but that's just, that's the era, isn't it? That's no, just, that's the come era. on. No, that's just the era. She's very frumpy. Yeah, but she's not like a sort of cool preppy twenty-one-year-old, is she? No, she's like a library. But you've also got yeah, that's... well, yeah. But then look at her dad. He is a classical musician who owns a music shop and wears well, that's really, really shoddy bow ties. Yeah. Well, that situation. I mean, the, 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 so the weird, multiple weird setup. So like, this will the next twenty minutes will not make any sense. <laughs> so more unless can, you've seen it. More ends up 
uh, moving in with her into her flat. So that's a weird stuff. But then also, what's weirder than that is her dad's music shop is split in half. So her dad has a classical part of the music shop and split down the middle is her grand. Her grand, yeah. yeah. Who has her side of the music shop, which does like synthesizers and stuff, right? Is that what it is? Yeah. And she's into like modern music. I just she's into David Bowie. He's into Bach. Yeah, exactly. And I just thought it was a, it was it was a bizarre setup. I mean, nothing it, in this show makes sense. No, but I like that. Yeah, I like it too. I like that. A and lot. Do you know how much I like it? Like I. I've always been kind of obsessed with Morecambe Indy. I I, um, I bought Morecambe Indy board game from this um, really? from this like vintage shop not so long ago. Yeah, I gave it to a band mistakenly because I was interviewing them for something, and now I really want it back. But also, <laughs> I have limited edition Nike Air Morecambe Indies. It was real limited edition, and I missed it when it first dropped. I think it came out maybe like ten years ago. And I was like, oh, really? So I went on eBay and I spent a fortune buying more. <laughs> so it's red with like silver. It's basically his spacesuit, the the red and silver oh, thing wow. in, in Nikes. And and yeah, I should have worn it today, really. You should have done. You should have done. But it's okay. It's fine. Um, as you're talking about the music shop, uh, there yep. is a really weird moment where they have a piano off. <laughs> um, love it. They sort of have a, have a, a duel between piano and synthesizer, sort of uh, almost. Almost like a kind of um, like, like an organ, like a like a little. Um, oh, I can't think of the, yeah, the, the it's name. Harpsichord the, type. Yeah, thing. It's yeah. A, a harpsichord kind of organy sort of thing. Um, and they have they have this weird. This is this is dad and it's mum and dad have and, no, no, and it's, nan. Um, this is nan and dad having yeah, yeah. A, a, essentially a piano off in this music shop. For, for no reason. There's no customers in the shop. It's not like they're trying to show off and impress them. Yeah, they just because they can. I guess they kind of wanted to establish these characters. <laughs> and yeah. Just, I mean, before we go on any further, look how many question marks I've written down on that page there. Most of, most of it's questions. But then, like, so straight <laughs> after that scene, Mork. Doesn't Mork come in with this small black child and he was like, okay, He's got a violin in a case. What, what's going on there? What, what's going on here? And then he begins to, I mean, you wouldn't be able to make the show now because he begins to kind of do all the kind of catchphrases, like street slang catchphrases. And you just think, oh, this, yeah, this wouldn't go down well right now. Um, and But, I mean, it's Robin Williams and he's so enigmatic and so charismatic. It just it doesn't matter what he does. He, he, he can punch you in he's the so, face. He's so lovable as well. Yeah. He has, a, he has a, a very soft way of doing everything he does, which yeah. makes you want you know to hug him as yeah. well as laugh and cry at times exactly. as well I really liked it when uh, Mindy when Mindy is explaining to her dad who Mork is I'm oh, just this guy that I found who's just moved in with me uh, and actually Mork, actually Mork says yeah I've moved in with Mindy and dad's like what what yeah and she's like, oh, dad I am 21 like, what 41 it, it's, it's it's a very very odd show and and Every line has something odd in it. He either makes a strange sound, Shazbad makes a word up, Shazbad um, sits on his face, sits uh, on an egg, sits on an egg. Eggs are a big thing. Uh, the egg thing, by the way, was hilarious. Yeah, yeah. He thought it was a little person inside. Yeah. So because obviously he he's travelled across space and time in an egg, uh, landed on planet Earth. He starts talking to the eggs from the fridge. Um, he thinks that you know the, the, these are shrunk and there's tiny because people. spaceships and eggs. So he thinks, well, if I throw this up in the air, it will it will just go ping and appear out of the egg. Yeah. And obviously the egg just goes splat. And he goes, oh, yeah. okay, fair enough. Burial at sea. Wipes into the <laughs> sink. It. Turns loved, the tap on. Salutes it. the sink. Loved it. And it, loved and it. it's. I feel like that was almost like improv as well from, from yeah. Do you know what? Though, you're pro- you're probably not wrong. Yeah, there. yeah. And I, I, 
I can't help but think, and I'm, I, I don't mean anything by this in a disrespectful way, this show would have been nowhere near as good had it not had Robin Williams. I think he makes... And it's well, not, this show wouldn't have existed. Be, it's but, not against Pam Dorber or, uh, yeah. or anyone else who you know, created the show. This is Robin Williams at his absolute best. Yeah. And like, so, so to spring off from that, like, um, as I think I mentioned at the tail end of the last episode, or maybe it was at the start of this one. It's been a long time. We've had a shandy. Um, so this is a spin off from Happy Days. Yes. So um, there was Happy Days because it, it ran for a long there time. There was an episode in an episode. Yeah. So to make things even more confusing. Yeah, yeah. So I'll come on to that in just a second. So Happy Days, uh, which like cards on the table is the show we're going to do next um it's, it's a very popular show yep. but they wanted to keep being popular and to push limits so there was an episode of happy days where um an alien comes into it and that alien is played by uh, robin williams so mork appears in a normal episode of happy days right because i gotta say actually I've, I've written a few things down about this just to quickly clarify a few the, sort of dates so we get the reference yeah, here. yeah, yeah. Uh, january of 1974 was the pilot episode of Happy Days. Yep, yep. And then it was sort of four and a half years later, September 78, yep. that you got Mork and Mindy. That's right, yeah. So I'm assuming that Mork appears prior to 78 in Happy Days. Exactly. So he appeared in an episode... That's really clever. That's yeah. like that's really, really clever writing to but, write in yeah. a character from a new show you're going to do. Well, well, no, no I think you got it a little bit wrong. So, like, what happened was um, they wanted an episode that kind of pushed boundaries and um, and because, like, Robin Williams was kind of hot on the circuit at the moment, uh, so they, they had him had him be a guest on there and, and, and because that was so, so popular, they were like, okay, we need to keep him, but we can't keep bringing him back into Happy Days because it's ridiculous it's a ridiculous concept so they gave him his own show basically based on his his just a reaction from people in that episode of happy days and then like like you say within within this episode of of Mork and Mindy he goes back and sees the fun just just in case you just in case it didn't get uh, have a, a lot of crossover from from um fans of happy days it was like no you got to watch this because it's like happy days it's got the funs in it so, and it's not like a couple of minutes either no, it's, it's like about 15 minutes, minutes yeah of, of, of a, it's a basically a 15 minute mini happy Days episode. It really was, yeah. With the Fonz and a, some random girl. No, she's not random. Is she not? Do, do you know who she is? They span her off as well. What? <laughs> yeah. Oh my god. So, so that girl is Laverne, right? Um, yeah. Okay. Again, she's from Happy Days. She was so popular. That's why when she walks in the door, everyone's like cheers and claps. Cheers and claps. It wasn't because she's a random girl. She's Laverne. From the show Laverne and Shirley, which is an, which is about two girls just getting up to mischief together, and Laverne and Shirley is and a that, great show as well. Is that a spin-off from Happy Days? It's a spin-off from Happy Days. So she was in Happy Days. They spun that off into Laverne and Laverne and Shirley. Shirley, yep. And then they decided to combine all three of them in this pilot episode of yep. Mork and Mindy because Laverne and Shirley was popular. Happy Days was popular, and they were like, "Okay, we're not, we're not gonna, we're gonna hedge our bets. We're not gonna like mess around with this. We're gonna put but, everyone into this episode." Yeah, that's fine, but it yeah. does make me feel that maybe there was a slight lack of confidence in the Mork and Mindy pilot. Well, maybe not in a bad way because it's honest, a weird it's, concept. It's bloody weird. Yeah, that they needed to have something to give people a reason to watch it. So by having this Happy Days, yeah. the Vern Shirley kind of yeah. a cameo, I guess. Mm-hmm. Uh, you sort of 
give a it's a hook, isn't it, to get people oh, in? Definitely. I mean, it's it's like all all the Marvel Netflix shows. You have to have crossovers. Yeah, yeah. And all the DC shows on the CW. I, this is almost actually a very early version of it. Isn't yeah, it? this this is the a universe, team up. The, the universe is colliding. <laughs> the Happy Days universe, uh, <laughs> extended universe. It's got everyone in it. Um, and like the other kind of funny thing is, um, oh, we'll talk about it in the next episode actually because it's more relevant to Happy Days. But I, I thought this fifteen-minute section was the best bit of of this this particular episode of Morgan Mindy. Um, it's certainly the most relatable part. I would go yeah. with that. I, I would but say like, that what happens in it is mental. Because you've got to remember that Mork is an alien. Mork, yeah. Mork is like, he's a very intelligent alien who can speak English and, yeah. and, and such and he's very quick at learning yeah. however he's trying to understand the concept of why a guy would want to be with a girl yeah um, so he goes so he's talking to the Fonz who is the, the most uh, universe, universally known as an expert in women yeah of course even though his office is a, is a men, man's toilet yeah, yeah exactly yeah. Um, so they, they they put him with Fonz and he's basically trying to tell him why guys are interested in girls and vice versa. Yeah. And what this whole you know kissing thing is. Mm-hmm. And you have to really when you when you really stop and think about it, it is a very very strange thing. Yeah. <laughs> put your faces together. Yeah. Kind of disgusting. And just sort of rub them. <laughs> right. Because essentially. <laughs> Because that's how he describes it, isn't it? It's sort of like you sort of slide your lips across each other. I'm feel sick. Yeah, it, it is. When you stop and think about it, this is this is goes back. This almost actually tangents off into like my little universe of observations. Yeah, yeah. When you really stop and break stuff down, it most of the stuff we do day to day is weird. It's weird from other cultures. Like I can see the Eskimos; they rub noses. Yeah, there's no, there's no exchange of spit whatsoever. No, nope. they must think barbarians. What are they doing? Yeah, you eat with that. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. You with that. Yeah, do you know where that tongue's been? You just had a cheese sandwich. Exactly. It felt like it was like a tacked on episode. In fact, this felt like three episodes. One where they meet, the happy days bit. In the bit middle, yeah. And then this courtroom bit, which made no sense. It doesn't make a lot of sense. No. I can't, I can't, you know, argue against you there. I, I yeah. agree. But I, it was so bananas. Yeah. I just let it go. No, I liked I, I it. Didn't, I didn't Williams question was amazing. it. I didn't question yeah. it. Um, and just to sort of round up the, the whole episode, really, it, it felt like, because it kind of goes back to um, almost doing a report, doesn't yeah. he, at the end of it, back to Orson, uh, who's the guy who sort of sends him down there. Um, and, I, and I kind of wrote down, it's, it's almost like a weekly blog. I imagine that the, <laughs> the really show is. is like a weekly blog from Robin Williams's point of view. That's exactly from, what from, it is. From Mork's point of view. About his experiences on Earth. Yeah, and that's how every episode ends, basically, with him updating. And I, and I, awesome. I can't wait to find out what he does next week. I, I genuinely want to know what happens yeah. next week. I can't believe it's taken me this long to watch it, but I loved it. It's great. It's great. And the thing is about this, it genuinely does get better. It goes along when they kind of find their feet and they kind of realise they've got an absolute goldmine on their hands with Robin Williams, and they're oh, like, yeah. okay, just let Robin do do whatever he wants. Uh, he is an absolute machine of comedy. This is the show that made him a star. Without this show, he wouldn't have done anything. This this is a show. And uh, we go back to a few few episodes ago. We were talking about our committing to comedy. Is so so important, yeah, and, yeah. and he really does. He just commits and believes everything he does. And there's no one like him as well. Absolutely no, no one like you him. You can't replicate his energy. His, I want to say madness, but I mean that in the nicest way possible. Yeah, yeah. Um, brilliant, 
Absolutely brilliant. Yeah, um, can't agree. Can't agree more. We'll do some scores in a bit, yeah. um, but I guess we should probably go on to the other show, which we've already mentioned several times so far. It's the yeah. not so accidental accidental link of the podcast. Jed, the other show was Sunday, Monday, Happy Days. Tuesday, Wednesday, Happy Days. Thursday, Friday, Happy Days. Weekend comes, cycle hums. What cycle hums? Cycle hums, as in the motorcycle hums. I'm guessing. I think it- oh, I never knew that. It's happy days. It's happy days, yeah. Sunday, Monday, happy days. Tuesday, Wednesday, happy days. Thursday, Friday, happy days. The weekend comes, my cycle hums. Ready to race to you. These days are on. The thing is, like, we've just contradicted ourselves because that theme song isn't at the start. The theme song at the start it's not. is... One, two, three o'clock, four, four o'clock, o'clock, rock. Five, six, seven o'clock, eight o'clock, rock. Nine, ten, eleven o'clock, twelve o'clock, rock. We're gonna rock around the clock tonight. We're gonna rock. More singing on the pilot podcast. Rock around the clock. I did quite like though the opening of the record in the jukebox. I love that stuff. It's very. It's very dating. Yeah. Oh, but it's meant in, to, in, a, in a good way. Yeah, it's meant to be 50s style. Yeah, in a good way. It it very much sets the era straight away. I think it's perfect in, in, in kind of like world setting. If you would have told me that this was filmed in the 50s, I would have completely agreed. But even though it's filmed in the 70s, it looks like the 50s. They've got everything down to a T. Um, it just it the looks. The diner, the yeah. cars, the outfits, the haircuts. Yeah. It's, it, it looks great. Yeah. And, um, I mean, I didn't know what to expect from this because, I mean, I think I must have only seen the later episodes. I, I don't think I've ever seen, like, the early ones. It just looks completely different. It's got a different tone. It looks like it was filmed on, like, 16mm on sort of video. It looks, looks really nice. And um, the one major, 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 major thing that shocked me about this was... Fonz isn't the main character. In fact, he so, doesn't speak until the last few minutes. No, he doesn't. He is almost a mute. Yeah, so he he, he turns up every now and again, and he's just doesn't say a single word. Yeah, he looks nods the, and shakes his head a bit. Yeah, but looks in it. the mirror, walks away, and he's like, what is going on? This is the Fonz. So obviously, they didn't know what they had in their house yet, but it was like having Mork and Mindy, and just having Min- Mindy being the main person, and Mork just being quiet in the background. Yeah. Um. So like this this whole episode, the pilot episode, and it's, it's a bit... Apparently, this was like quite well received straight away, um, and it looks like it kind of cost a little bit of money because the sets are quite quite brilliant. I, I thought um, you got um, it's about a group of friends, Potsy, Ralph, Mouth, and Richard Cunningham, and basically they're just trying to get girls. That, that's what the show is about, and I don't think it ever changes. And Happy Days relates to the fact that the '50s were like a happy time, apparently. Yeah, well, it's a time of uh, celebration. It's you know sort of ten years on from the end of the war, and yeah. you know you're sort of getting on. Everyone's starting to prosper again, aren't they? Exactly. You know, start to celebrate life a little bit. Exactly. So they've got. So, um, it's kind of the rise of the fifties were the rise of teenagers, and this is where the the concept of teenagers began. The, yeah, plus you got the things like the jukebox coming around, rock and rolls becoming yeah, a yeah. big thing in you know in the world. So exactly, so the the concept of teenagers was kind of fifties um, was where it kind of all started. So this is a show based on the fact that these people had disposable income, they um, were allowed to go out and do stuff, they had their own cars, they had their own bikes, and they could kind of. Um, do whatever they wanted and this particular episode is about Richie Cunningham uh, being set up on a date with a girl called Mary Lou who has a reputation Rob she, she has, has a, a reputation, reputation. Uh, two types of girls in this world yeah those with a reputation and those you marry <laughs> yeah that was a line from Ralph Mouth or was it Potsy 
think it was Potsy, Potsy actually yeah, towards yeah. the end. So um, so basically, Potsy, who's his best friend, um, says. Okay, Richie, I know you've really liked that girl in class that you sit behind in class for a long time in history class. Um, I've set I've you up. Done you a favour, I've set you up. And he's like, oh, why did you Why did you do that? Does she even like me? And he's like, yeah, yeah, she likes you. Got to warn you, though. She's got a reputation. What do you mean she's got she a reputation? She thinks you're a senior. <laughs> yeah, she thinks you're a senior. But um, the good thing is uh, she, she, she'll, she'll, she'll do the job. She, what do you mean? She, she's got a reputation. Uh, she's been out with XXXXX um, and she, she can do the job. So he's like, okay, cool. This sounds good. And to me, I'm just thinking, you couldn't make this show now. No, no well, you that, could this, not make this is this the show first now. of a few occasions where I think I, I sat there and was like, you really can't do this show. It, it just doesn't work. And, and I think I have to try and be fair as we always are with these shows. We're trying to watch them in 2018 and yeah. some of them are going to have dated the wrong, for the wrong reasons. <laughs> uh, and this is one of them. Oh, I'm not going to lie to you. This, this did definitely strike a few nerves. Um, yeah. it, it's a little bit awkward in places to watch nowadays. It's but, true. But I you know, also appreciate that things were different back then. In, and I don't mean well, to funny because get into any sort of stance on that sort of thing. Yeah. You know what I mean? But I, the attitudes was totally yeah. different. This was then. filmed in the early seventies, based on the fifties, and in the fifties that that was that could be a normal conversation. Yeah. Um, so this episode continues to kind of go on, and we see uh, Richie basically chatting to Mary Lee for the first time, and um, Potsy says she read her something. So he gets his book and he reads her uh, the basic contents page and the kind yeah. of acknowledgement page, and she, she she for some reason loves it. They go on a date. I thought that was quite funny. It though. was funny. It was like, funny. That, that's that's a sort of weird and wonderful quirk that I would certainly think about doing like you know <laughs> deliberately read the wrong part of it you know yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I, I kind of like that that was a little bit it was a little bit of that it was very clever humour what's the worst date you've ever been on oh blimey um, I don't know put me on the spot there I've been on a date where worst the girl, date well the girl pissed herself <laughs> <laughs> am I allowed to say it on this podcast <laughs> too late Oh, that, um, that was that, that was a. Good... I, I'm not sure if I want to ask this next question. Why? Why did you, okay, do you want me? Do you want... No, I don't want to know. It's two, it's two minutes. Okay, go on, go. Okay, okay. So we were, we went out somewhere and we, we were going home, um, and uh, she was like, oh, "I really need a loo. Can we stop off at a pub?" And I was like, "Okay, I don't think there's any pubs around here." And she's like, well, can, we, can we find one? We couldn't find one. We looked for about 10 minutes and she was like, I really need to go. And I was like, should have went when we were uh, like in the place. And I was like, okay, cool. Um, I don't know what to do. Make, go down a side street. That's what I would do. Find somewhere quiet. And she's like, oh, I'm a girl. I can't do that. You've got to if, if you're dying. So we go down a little side street. We see a car park and it's complete pitch black. This is perfect. I'll, I'll wait by the, the door of the car park. You go in. Do what you have to do. We won't speak about this again. And she's like, all right, okay, cool. So she goes in the car park. She goes really far. Five minutes pass. I'm looking at my watch. I'm like, okay. I'm like, is, everyone- is, it, is this is going to be like the story when you left the guy in the cupboard when the fire alarm went off, isn't it? <laughs> Maybe. Well, I'm calling out, calling a name. I'm not going to say a name. I'm like, are you all right? Are you all right? No answer. It's like, I wait a few more minutes. It's like, so ten minutes passed. She's been in that car park for ten minutes. So I'm like, are you all right? Is everything all right? No answer. So I'm like, okay, something's really wrong here. So I really, you took you ten yeah, minutes to work that minutes, out. Yeah. So I start walking in, and my footsteps are reverberating around the car park, and I hear, "Go away!" And I'm like, oh, oh god. Okay. So I went back to the to the start of the car park. Text her. I was like, "Is everything all right?" <clears throat> and she's like, um, "Get a cab. 
now in capital letters. And I was like, oh, okay, cool. Like, got the cab, and the cab's going to be here in a minute. Cab arrived, and like, text her, cab's here. Um, so you come out now. <laughs> and she's like, all right, get in the cab and don't look at me the entire way. This is this is the second date, by the way. So I get into the cab, I go right to the edge, I literally turn around, I hear the door slam, <laughs> and she gets in, and like, I'm, I don't look at her, and I'm like, are you okay? And she's like, no. I'm like, why? And like, the, the day had gone amazing before this, by the way, and she was like, I pissed myself, didn't I? <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, I wasn't exactly, I was cracking up. And I was like, it's fine, it's fine, it's fine. And she was like, but then she was always blaming me. She was like, yeah, you, you were rushing me so much. I pulled my jeans down and she missed, basically. <laughs> and like, I had a look and her jeans were like, I don't know, it was like, it was like she'd like dipped it in the sea. It was like from her knees downwards, just completely covered. It was actually disgusting. And I was like, oh, okay. So we got so we got to my house and I was like, right, there's a washing machine. She stuck it straight in the washing machine. Second day, and I went out with her for two years. <laughs> there you go. More of Jed's funny stories next week on the Pilot Podcast. Uh, that um, is, but yeah. So that leads me to, to to Richie's bad date, where he um, he's got all this bad advice from Potsy about how to like react around girls, when to put your arm around her, and the date's just a bit awkward, isn't it? It is. It, the, the whole thing feels very, very awkward. Another thing that sticks out again, and we mentioned this a few weeks ago, was the canned laughter. <laughs> yeah, and it does bug me. It was I'm filmed before a live studio audience, yeah. apparently. Yeah, it does bug me a bit um, when it's sort of too. Is this one of your bunch of gripes again? Yeah, Great sorry, I, I found I found a couple more gripes that were <laughs> sort of floating in the bottom of the bag, but. Um, yeah, that it did. It did. It, it was. It was funny because there's little bits of it that you know that you sort of look back to when you were sort of like a teenager and you think, yeah, I remember it being quite awkward, not really having a clue what you were doing, um, especially <laughs> from my guy's point of view. Yeah, yeah you know, yeah. like clearly when you have the the, the talk in school, <laughs> like guys are, are taught like totally useless things, nothing useful. Yeah, yeah. like how to undo a bra. You yeah. know, what I mean that would have been quite useful. I mean. I guess school teaching you how to do that would have been a bit questionable. Well, I went to an old boys school, so that would have been quite awkward. That would also have been a bit yeah. awkward as well, yes. Um, but you know what I mean? Like they, they all got the girls got taught all the practical things of life, yeah. and we got taught like nothing other than how to basically play football in a playground made of concrete. It's uh, fine. Yeah, that's, that's well, good. Know, it's it's a skill you need to know, but <laughs> I can't help but think there were probably maybe one or two skills that could have been higher on the list. <laughs> yeah, wiring a plug, undoing a bra. Um, <laughs> How many bras are you undoing a day? Just not many, but I'm okay. just saying. I was going to say, like, I'm just saying because that's one of the things, isn't it? In the show, is that he he sort of reaches round and and it's because like, he says about like he's he's right-handed as <laughs> yeah. well, so he wants to switch sides on the sofa so that when they have a little smooch and that, he can sort of reach behind her and undo her bra. And, yeah. And and it's the naivety that she displays in that you know what are you doing to my jumper? Yeah, yeah. Stop stretching my you'll jumper. St- you'll stretch my jumper, um, which then leads me on to the comment, which happens quite late in the episode when they're outside again, and and the episode sort of starts to conclude, um, and um, Richie is is talking to Mary Lou, and she says, "Oh yeah, you know, um, 
Oh, everyone's always trying to stretch my jumper. Um, <laughs> yeah, even, even, the, even the teacher, even the, even Mr. The teacher B. Mr. B. Yeah, yeah. Uh, trying to grab, I was trying to grab my sweater or something. Yeah, and it got um, like a laugh from the audience. It's like, no, that's <clears> not, <throat> that's not good. That's- no, no, no. You're, yeah, exactly. And, and that was one of the moments that made me cringe quite a bit. <laughs> I, won't, I won't lie. Um, and yeah, and look, I, you know, maybe it's maybe it's the fact that I I, I wasn't around in the seventies and such, and I certainly wasn't around in the fifties either. So I, I don't know what it was like back then, but it, it just it really jarred quite hard now, I don't want to have a go at the show for that yeah, because yeah, yeah, it was yeah. reflecting a time I mean yeah exactly uh, but it, it did sort of it tarnished it a bit it, I mean it's, it's it's like watching a war film and complaining that someone got shot in it it, it was of his time yes and no it, it's, it's all like a judgement of like yes you want to sort of um, display the truth of what was happening you know you certainly want to reflect a certain time as, as truthfully as you can but yeah, yeah, yeah. you know when you're when you're doing this as a creative project you have the right to not do bits that are a bit like well you don't really do that anymore yeah you know just leave them out no one no one's going to have a go at you for leaving something out that's a bit iffy well the other iffy thing i thought was when this was wrapping up and we hadn't heard fons talk through this entire thing which is so yeah. random like richie's like fons like like I know I told you that I got with uh, Mary Lou, but we actually didn't do anything. And he's like, "Oh, well, that's not good because I've just asked her out on a date myself, and now it's going to be a waste of my day." Um, he's like, "I've just had my my bike uh, washed for for this." And then Mary Lou turns up and is like, oh, "Hi, Richie. Um, uh, I'll see you later." And she goes off with the funds, and I'm thinking, and Richie's like laughing to himself. I was like, "No." You went out on a date with her. She wants to see you again. She's she's a yeah. potential girlfriend. Man up. And he's just letting the Fonz go off with his girl. And yeah. that's how it ends. I'm just thinking, no, kick the Fonz off his bike. Yeah. That's what I would have done. I, yeah, there was just... I mean, again, like, it's hard to sort of sometimes understand the mindset and, and the, the things they do in sort of shows that are set in certain different times, at least. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know. It it didn't sit brilliantly with me. I tried to look past things that, like maybe in this day and age, we couldn't really do. Yeah. Um, I mean, I I'm glad I watched it. Yeah. Um, I'm not sure if I want to watch the I next episode. But despite the bits that sort of like you know questionable bits, yeah. I also wasn't quite as impressed as I thought I was going to be with it. I thought I was going to find it funnier. I thought I was going to find it a bit more engaging. Well, I think, if you think about it, so it was made in the 70s. I think it was made for people who were like around in the 50s so they can have, be nostalgic about their youth. So watching it in 2018, it's kind of, we're not the target audience right now. It, it hasn't it hasn't lasted, has it, as a show? It's not... It's, it is a bit dated, but it was a very popular show for a very, very, very long time. Yeah. I remember it, I went to my friend's grand's house when I was very small, and she had a big mirror on her wall with the fonds on it, and I was so jealous. I was, I was like, where would you even get a massive mirror with the fonds on it? Um, Your yeah. friend's grand's house, yeah, apparently. Yeah, yeah. It was a very big show for launching careers. Uh, the likes of Henry Winkler, who played the fonds, and also, of course, Ron Howard. Yeah, who's who, become? Uh, who's just directed the new Star Wars film, well, Solo. Yes, which is out in the summer this year. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, Richie Cunningham, played by Ron Howard. Um, but here's the thing I wanted to bring up about this episode: Mary Lou Milligan. I thought she was very, very pretty. Big fan. Get Big fan good of her look, face. Good-looking girl. Yeah. Um, She's got a bit of a reputation, but I'll see past that. Yeah. Well, yeah, for the purposes of this, we'll, we'll ignore that for now. Yeah. Um, do you know who played her? Um, it was Kathy O... something. Sure about that? What? Are you sure about that? Ka- kind of. 
I'm, I'm, it's not a trick question. Okay. Because I could find zero credits for her anywhere. What do you mean? Like, there's no acknowledgement that she even appeared in Happy Days. Um, if you look on the IMD page... That's true. That or is- anything else, there's not even a reference to Mary Lou Milligan. Now, bear in mind, we are talking about the first episode. Yeah, yeah, This yeah. is where it all began. Yeah, yeah. There is no reference to Mary Lou Milligan being a character in a Happy Days episode at all. And if you look down the list on the IMD page, yeah. I, I implore you to do it. And on the Wikipedia, she's not there. Yeah, yeah. Wikipedia as well. Um, and she's like one of the main characters in the first are- episode. Hundreds, and I mean hundreds and hundreds of actors who are credited with one episode somewhere in the guy wearing yellow jacket, you know, girl in the background eating hot dog, like in the third episode of season six. She'll get a reputation. Exactly, she will. (laughs) Um, But but the but essentially the one of the main characters in the very first episode has got no acknowledgement. The only and I can't help but think there's some other reason for it. Well, that's weird. Well, I did Google her, and um, she died in 2010. And she died, well, she was like 50-something. Yeah. Um, but I don't think she did much. She was, she was apparently a child actress before before Happy okay. Days, but maybe it was like kind of before... Because well, I half expected IMDb. her to be in the next episode as a as a, a continuing sort of love. She's interest. only in that episode. She's literally in that one episode, yeah, and yeah. there's no reference to her. It's funny because I thought she was a really good actress, and she was like quite endearing. I thought she matched any of them. Yeah, I kind of wanted to know if Richie was going to sort of convert her to being a sort of you know monogamous girl from there on in yeah, and yeah, such yeah. like that, or whether Fonz was going to basically date her for the rest of the series or whatever. Oh, but no. Nothing, no idea. He he gets a leather tuxedo. Less said about that, the better, I think. Um, it was aired in 74, as we mentioned a little earlier on when we were talking about Morecambe Mindy as well. Um, it, was, it was all right. It was all right. I, I just, I'm not sure there was much to it as a show. I think it does get better, especially when Mork, when Mork gets into it. But one thing I wanted to mention about it, it was this is how popular it was, right? Okay. You know something's popular when it gets its own Saturday morning cartoon show. Really? Did you ever watch the Happy Days cartoon show i think it was in the 90s um it started on, on like, like live and kicking and stuff they right. they had like the happy days I don't remember that. and uh they had an alien character wasn't mork no no it was a green it was a green little person that kind of gave them wishes and stuff it was really weird Not the big-headed green alien yeah thing. yeah yeah so you do remember it i do remember it yeah there you go. It was I think it was a Hanna Barbera production. Yeah, but yeah, yeah, yeah. It was a green head with a, with a green hat on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. That was Happy Days. No. Yep. 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 See, you did watch it. I maybe I did then. Okay. Yeah. I I can't. I mean, it, as we said, Henry Winkler's in it. Uh, Marion Ross is in it, and Tom Bosley as well, who oh, plays Tom um, who plays Father Down in Mysteries, Mr. Mr. and Mrs. Cunningham in it. Um, Ron Howard as well as we've mentioned. Big names, a show that was very successful in its time. Um, I think it it is of its time, and I don't think it brilliantly translates to today. Yeah. The first episode, does it make me want to watch more? I kind of want to see the progression of the Fonz. Barely. I would want to see Mary Lee Mullig- Mulligan again. Well, I'd want to see her that again. That would be she one, was of great. M- one of the main reasons. I'd want to see if the relationship between Richie and Mary Lou... Yeah, because uh, we must stress... She turns out she she has a reputation, but she doesn't care because she doesn't actually do anything with boys. So it was just like people talking. So yeah, that was kind of talk. a redemption of a character. I thought she was great. I would have loved her to, for, to carry that, on. That would be about one of the only things I'd be... And I would also be a bit like, well, I'd, 
I thought the Fonz was quite a big character in this. So I'd also sort of watch maybe it was one more. almost like more. a cameo. I'd, yeah, I'd almost watch more just to see if, if, if and when he comes out of his shell type thing. Well, but he wasn't even wearing a leather jacket, which was I was like, hang on, he doesn't even have a leather jacket on. Yeah. Mental. I, I, I don't know. I'm not that bothered if I don't watch anymore. True. And that's a pretty key point of any pilot. True. I am a bit curious, though. I'm a bit curious. It's sad that Mary Lee Mulligan isn't in it anymore, but um, it's the Fonz. He's the coolest character ever on TV. He's up there. He's not up in there. this episode, he's not. He's not, but he is up there. He's up there with Puggle. <laughs> I think we should do some scores. Okay. <laughs> so let's start with yours. All right, Mork and Mindy then first off. Yeah. Um, I, I wrote a number down on... I'm pretty sure I'm going to stick with it. Um, it's an eight for me. Nice. Mork and Mindy. I, nice. I liked it a lot. I yep. was confused a lot. Yeah. I smiled a lot. <laughs> and I kind of want to know um, where on earth they take it from here. Yeah. Um, I also kind of really want to know how Mork and Mindy get on from here forth. You know, mm-hmm. there's definitely a, a sort of spark there yeah. between the two of them. And I want to see that develop. So for me, yeah. it's an eight. I'm going to give it a seven. All right. I was actually only going to give it a six, even though I love the show a lot. All right. I think there are quite a few flaws with this. The fact that it feels like three short shorts put together. Yeah. Um, but the, the, the Happy Days scene is the best thing about it. And I like seeing Laverne. I didn't realise she was in it. Um, but I was going to give it a six. But because I bloody, bloody love Robin Williams and uh, RIP, I'm going to give it a seven. Seven. All right, 15 for Mork and Mindy. Decent, decent. Yeah, pretty good score. I stuck it into the league table in a second. Uh, happy days so, then. Happy days. Again, Mork and Mindy wouldn't be nothing without happy days. There wouldn't be a Laverne Shirley. It was a very, very popular show. I did like the, the Saturday morning cartoon. But the first episode wasn't the greatest. I'm going to give it a six. Okay. I've... Giving it a really harsh score uh, when I watched oh, no. it. Okay. Really harsh score. But I, I, I am actually going to bring it up. Okay. I am I'm bringing it up because I didn't know Morecambe Mindy was a spin-off from. Yeah. So without it, we wouldn't have had Morecambe Mindy, which I've thoroughly enjoyed. Um, and you can't really ignore the fact that it has created some of the most popular characters. Uh, yeah. An absolutely stunning theme tune, which you only have to go Monday, Tuesday, happy, happy days, days. Which was at the end. And, and then people will just burst into song. Yeah. That's a very key thing. But I can't give it more than a five, mate. I'm going to have to sit at five. Okay. That's fair enough. I think the first episode does have a lot of issues it's as well. It's really weak. Doesn't, yeah. Yeah. Eleven. Exactly. Not the greatest score, I would have thought. But if, not the worst. But not certainly not the worst. No, there's, there's definitely worse. Uh, Eleven puts it in. Uh, oh, joint with Heat Vision and Jack. Okay, a which, weird pairing. In a weird, which, in a weird way, sort of works. It does. Sort They're both of, a little yeah. bit weird <laughs> um, in their own unique way. So, eleven points for Happy Days. Fifteen. We say for Morecambe. We did. Yes, we did. Um, so <laughs> that's got a weird bit of company. Cheers. <laughs> knowing me, knowing you. Yeah. Hard Knocks, which is the NFL documentary we did way yeah. back, and The Exorcist. 15 is a bit of a weird one, isn't it? It is a weird I mean, one. Good, if, but you not... get, if you get scored a 15, you, you're in with weird company. Um, but that's not a bad thing. 15 out of 20 okay. is pretty good. You shouldn't be disappointed with that. So let's go on to uh, take 44. Holy which moly. is next. Uh, 
Oh, I have no idea. Me first this time? Yeah, you go first. Let me have a look. What have we got on the list? Well, one thing I've got on my list is um, there are quite a lot of shows. I mean, it's all very well doing these newer shows, but I kind of I like doing older shows because <coughs> it makes me re-watch them or makes me kind of discover them for the first time. Okay. And one of the best British shows um, that I've ever watched that's more than like 50 years old now is The Prisoner. Oh, okay. Have you ever seen The Prisoner? No. I, I, I don't think so. It's one of those ones I've where... I've certainly seen clips of it, yeah. and I'm sure I've probably watched an episode in passing on Gold, but... Yeah, well, I remember it was repeated in the 90s, um, and I would... Another one of those things, I'd come home from school, stick it on, and just be like, what is this bizarre weirdness? I'm into it, I'm into it, count me in. So, The Prisoner. <sighs> okay, um... I'm going to go for The Avengers. How about that? That is good. The Prisoner Against the Avengers. I think that's a really good mix. Um, and I do think I've ever seen the... F- well, I haven't really watched much of The Avengers anyway. Um, no, again, it's one of those things I know I've seen clips of, probably seen an episode in passing yeah. on on repeat. But um, let's do some more old stuff then. Let's yeah, do another yeah, old one next that, week. Yeah. Um, and yeah, well, you know, the point of this podcast is to review the old and the, and the new. Yeah. Um, so we'll do, we'll do some others. And you're welcome to re- recommend shows if you if you've been watching something, an old show again, dug it out on VHS. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. you're having a bit of a nostalgic trip. Let us know what it is, and we can put it on the list. Because we have to do everything. So if there's something brand new you're watching, you're streaming it on Amazon, on Netflix, or a new BBC drama that you're really yeah. into. And you know what? I've just realised. Let us know. Like we're do- we're doing these shows every week, but they keep bringing out new shows. So it keeps extending. We're literally never going to end. So, like, instead of us stopping this in like six weeks, we're probably have to do it eight weeks now because they keep bringing out new shows. Yeah. We might make it this way. We might even make it to the summer holidays. Uh, it's not that many TV shows. Oh, that's is there? true. Yeah, yeah. there's not that many. So, next week, The Prisoner versus The Avengers. If you want to get in touch, you can do so on Twitter. I am on there at The Jellyman. That's T H E Jellyman. I let you do that solo because you that was. <laughs> I really liked how you did that. I really nailed it this week. You did. I've done it well. Um, but Jed's also on Twitter and yeah. he's now going to solo sing his. Okay, I'm at Jed Shepherd. J E D S H E P H E R D. I couldn't do it. You couldn't do it. It's I too catchy. Resist. It's way too catchy. Contractually obliged to do it now. <laughs> um, tweet us your thoughts, your suggestions for new shows to do. We appreciate you listening in. If you haven't subscribed yet, do so now yeah. and it'll be in your inbox on a Wednesday morning. Yeah. Um, and if you're postpoppodcasts.com slash the pilot and if you are that girl that pissed herself on a date with me I apologise yeah I apologise on behalf of Jed <laughs> to you um, I, I, I feel your pain because I need a wee now yeah. so uh, on that note <laughs> I'll, I'll get the cab I'll get the cab ready Rob <laughs> you do that I'll see you later alligator in a while crocodile Rob? Yeah? What do you call a factory that sells passable products? A satisfactory. (laughs) (laughs) I like that.